welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. I am recording, okay? So, we are live, okay, we are live, do not swear. Just saying. You can swear if you want with parental advisory, so. Um, this is episode number 68. You can see I'm mixing up the intros because I think people get bored of me going, welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. And also it is a mouthful and I still worry every time that I'm going to get it wrong. Meh. Anyway, today... Just abbreviate, abbreviate to NNN. Welcome to the NNN. I don't, in, 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 that's even worse. In, 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 in. <laughs> welcome to, in, yeah, welcome to the Triple N Podcast. I don't like that either. Triple N. That's just... No, I don't like the sound of it. Anyone got any feedback on that? Not you two. Um, but if anyone else has got any feedback on that, please share because, um, yeah, I think we could probably come up with a better name. I don't know. Or a better intro. We cha- we actually changed the other intro, the uh, the short intro beforehand. We did. Got rid of the Aussie dude and stuck on someone else that is less annoying because people said he was annoying. So we listened to feedback. That's good, is it? It's good. It's nice to start it off in a less sort of racisty, accented way. Racist? How is it racist? He's just Aussie. <laughs> you, mate, you're turning to Carlton. It's ridiculous. Chooses everyone. I'm definitely not turning to Carlton. Well, well, you you wish, mate. <laughs> you never know. You might do after your treatment. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't think I'll be able to put, do a handstand. No, probably not. Uh, neither can I to be fair although well, I bet Fran can because she's the strongest and I bet she can also do handstands I can't do handstands sake strongest and the most athletic coach we have yeah can you can you handstand walk down a hotel corridor um with some practice probably okay maybe not after but yeah I, I remember I don't remember what conference it was one of the conferences that we stayed at I walked in on Carlton and Elka both doing a competition of who could handstand furthest down the hotel corridor. I didn't know what you were going to say then. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say, whoa, let's not start. Was that type of conference? No. <laughs> Don't start uh, casting those type of dispersions. He's he's a new dad and he's got a baby mama. Anything. You are? I wasn't casting anything. Good, good. Say new dad. He's like, Malachi is nearly like, Wait, not far off one actually. No, it can't be that actually that old. It's probably about eight nine months. I'm guessing. Can't really remember. But he's in the new dad club, like myself and Johnny. Right. Do I get to be in it with my tortoise? Uh, no. Boulder taught. Ah. You got a silly name. <laughs> I don't even like Harry Potter though. That's the thing. I'm one of the. Few... I've never watched Harry Potter. So. No, me, me neither. It's a bit unfair. Actually, that's a lie. I have seen some. Like I've seen like 10, 15 minutes of it, and I was like, what is this tripe? I can't watch any more of this. You know, this is what it is, isn't it? I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So. I knew you would be, Fran. I don't know why, I just knew you would be. I thought she's going to be all over Harry Potter. I think, like, you and Ed probably are. Yeah, Ed definitely is. I know he is. Didn't he go to Harry Potter World quite recently? Probably. Yeah. He was like, asking for the macros on Butterbeer. And his, yes, he did. Um, yeah, he did. Tell them it's magic. There are none. It's disgusting as well. I had it in America. It was like really. That kind sick. of kind of count as keto beer. I don't really know what's in it, mate. I don't actually think it's butter beer. Like, I don't, sugar. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't say it didn't taste particularly buttery. It tasted like really <laughs> vanilla-y sweet, kind of thick. Like a I don't know. The only way I can describe it is like a thick, vanilla-y sweet John Smiths. Mm. Like, I did have a uh, cream soda beer the other day, like yeah. one of these new hipster beers, these yeah. IPAs. It was gross. It's basically like uh, IPAs are like the the basic white man drink to the you know pumpkin spice latte for basic white girls. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I think we're offending people. Yeah, I hope, you know. I hope that didn't come across in any way racist either. I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, to be fair, so, you're not basic, Bran. You're not basic. Yeah, you're missing out as well. I had one two or three weeks ago. Um, they are horrendously sickly. Um, if you like coffee, they're not for you because they're not really coffee. They are very sweet, cinnamon, nutmeg. Uh, don't know how else to describe it really, but they are very sickly. In fact, when I go into Starbucks and I had my last one, I had. I think one or two pumps less syrup. I can't remember. I think one. I think you get four in a, I had a medium or grande drink. I had four. So I had three, I think, instead of four pumps of syrup. And I also asked for an extra shot of espresso um, just to make sure that the ratio of sweetness to coffee was balanced in the better favour than having some so sickly. And to be fair, it did make it better. But I remember like having my last year and thinking, fucking hell, this stuff is sweet. I can't drink anymore. I used to love them. Like I used to drink like venti ones of these. Think to myself like, They've, they've definitely changed the recipe and they just got really sickly sweet but yeah I don't know I don't know if it's changed or not but I had to I had to make my own manipulations of it God knows I'd count that in macros just have to guess just guess um, so yeah go get one I, I think they're really good they do always remind me of autumn and I will say I think autumn is my favourite season I think I don't know why. I just like the weather in autumn. It's like crisp and clear usually. And, you know, I like everything. I like pumpkin spice, you know. <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> We've just gone on a weird tangent. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but then I really love Christmas. I love Christmas. So I love Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is good. Yeah. Christmas is the time to cheer and family and Christmas songs. We're going to have to have a triple N. Uh, get together. Christmas, Christmas do, yeah. Yeah, we will. have to. Even if you have to do it by Skype. We'll just all party by Skype. No! We'll just get together. No, yeah. Well, we drove like 18 hours to get to your house. 18? Mm. Bit extreme, but slightly over-exaggerated, I think. Six. Six, yeah, it is about six. Are you a mute fan? Or... No, I said it wasn't bad. Six oh. hours. No. No, it's not bad. But he did it. To be fair, to come up for pretty much a morning. Actually, no, you suppose you had half a day with me, didn't you? Driving mm. around the supermarkets and whatever else I had to do in the afternoon. Can't really remember. Yeah. Cheeky Nando's. B&M. B&M, yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're looking for suitcases. Anyway, you're talking about tangents. I just suddenly realised we've got yeah. another massive tangent. Um, right, well, um, Paul, I'm not going to ask how you are, but Fran, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. What, you um, what, one week out? Yeah, one week out for my competition. So this week is all about rest and recovery. I have um, two more sessions to do, but they're not huge. They're quite heavy, but they're not huge. Um, and then, yeah, just rest. So lots of sleep and chill out. 
Um, yeah. I, I understand you need to cut a little bit of weight. I do indeed. I need to lose around about a kilo, a kilo and a half. Um, so the plan is to do a bit of a water and um, a water manipulation and a bit of um, food residue manipulation as well. So basically, um, the opposite of what people think is healthy, stop eating veg, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Why, uh, why stop eating veg? Um, so basically, the kind of fiber and the bulk that you get when you're eating veg can kind of like sit in your system for quite a while. Um, so just by going around about four or five days um, with low residue, so I suppose low fiber and lower volume foods, Hopefully that's just going to let all of that bulk pass out naturally um, and hopefully lose lose that last bit of weight. Elegantly so. put. <laughs> cool, no? It should be, should be nice and easy. Yeah, so fingers crossed. Um, that will be good. We're looking forward to uh, seeing you win. I'm not going to win, unfortunately. That's you it. might win. Uh, I think there have to be at least three people that completely bomb out the competition. I'm <laughs> Actually, I was going to quickly ask, have you uh, spied on any of the people that you know will be competing? Because obviously I'm sure you can go on their Instagram and check and you'll know. So have you spied on people? Or have you? Um, I've actually followed a few of the girls for a very long time on Instagram. One of them um, was at Loughborough University um, back when I first got in powerlifting, into powerlifting. So she's um, considerably stronger than me. She's like the world record holder in deadlift and has a very strong squat as well. Um and there's a few of them that have, that have represented Great Britain in my category, so it's quite a competitive category. Mm -hmm. But if I go top five, that would be like a huge achievement. So yeah. Yeah. Well, um, just like I told uh, Big Dan Mac today, because of the, he had a show today, his final show. Um, he said it was the hardest one he's done. So many big boys. We and uh, yeah, I said to him, it's all about the journey. It's not about the uh, the result, is it? And I'll say the same. It's completely about the journey. It's, it's so, so true. Yeah, if I can hit some competition PBs, I'll be really happy. Yeah, um, you will. But it's going be a fun day. Like, I really enjoy competing. I enjoy meeting other people that have been on the same journey, I suppose. Um, making new friends. And, yeah, I get to eat pizza afterwards, so I'm all happy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, you've been uh, dieting, I suppose. Well, not dieting. Well, I suppose you have a little bit of a slight calorie deficit, haven't you? But you've been kind of keeping your diet in check, I should say, for a good while now. So I guess you're probably, as much as you've not been dieting to like bodybuilding style uh, levels of leanness, you've obviously kind of missed out on a lot of stuff. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I flew to Copenhagen about two days after and I planned just to eat all of the waffles and all of the food Absolutely. for a week yeah, and then get back on track. <laughs> but ah. Well, enjoy yourself. I, I'm, I, where's, where's the show? Um, it's in Northampton well, somewhere. Say, I say show, uh, meet, I should say. Yeah, it's in Northampton, so Midland area. You might yeah, get, you, you might get an Ed. I was gonna say you might get an Ed turn up. Uh, I was gonna say it's probably gonna be a live stream, so I'll stick my live stream on my Instagram or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I I think Ed, Well, obviously we um, we got obviously got together myself, Ed, and obviously a couple of the NNN. Uh, well, I say clients, one client and obviously uh, one from the from the group. And Ed did say then when we were doing the rough one last weekend that he said he might see if it's near enough by to, to pop in. So that'd be quite cool if he does. Yeah, yeah. no, that'd be really cool. So you'll have to let him know. 
I sure do. Cool. Then I can come out, can I? You want? <laughs> people watching. I so, can't. I can't bomb out the meat if I have people watching. You won't bomb out. Yeah. The, the, the goal nine for nine. I'm sure the rest of it you'll you'll do you'll hit some good numbers because you know the, you say you obviously wanted things you want a, a PB. Am I right in thinking that you've been smashing PBs compared to previous uh, or meets anyway in your training? So I don't recognize yeah. any doubt of that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> now you will. Cool. Right. Um, actually, while we're on the subject, or I mentioned it about Rough Rudder, uh, I think it'd only be fair to give it a shout out because obviously, as I say, Vicky Spooner. Ben Carver, uh, myself and Ed and Alex, Ed's girlfriend, obviously got together last weekend and or last Sunday, so a week ago, uh, although this won't be going out, this will be two weeks ago by the time this goes out. So just I thought it was just a shout out to say how good the event was, because obviously the guys at Rough Runner did us the, the kind favour of, of giving us some tickets to do, to kind of, well, go through it, I suppose, and see what it's like. So I just thought it'd be worthwhile just saying that I really enjoyed the day. Um, it's quite a cool event, actually, so... Uh, I recommend it is probably the best thing I can say. Genuinely, it was quite... Uh, I like the fact that it's only 10K, whereas obviously some other ones are a lot longer. Um, although there's a fire option as well. But just some of the, they're just quite cool to do that in a park. Not worry about the, the timing or, you know, kind of any pressure of having to actually kind of run a race as such. And uh, the obstacles are pretty cool. Wiped down all of them. So I was really annoyed though. There's one where... Uh, it's called Hang Tough. It's basically like uh, rings, like, I don't know, 10 rings one side over a massive pool basically and I got right to the end and my grip went and I fell in at the last one soaking wet pretty annoyed I even said to a guy probably leading up said the worst thing in the world is if I get to the end and fall in because that's basically what another guy had done and I thought I'd rather go in on the first one than I would at the end so um, we'll have to get obviously we've already organised the event for well say organised penciled in an event obviously haven't we for next May so um, we'll have to try and make sure we get everyone together next time to do it Yes. <laughs> um, cool. Anyway, I thought it was worth a shout out because uh, I'd say it genuinely really was a good one. If anyone wants to actually get involved, there are still a couple more, I think, left of this season. We do have a uh, discount code to get 15% off, uh, which I believe, I think, I'll have to check this actually. I think it's Triple N Coach, I think. Uh, so I'll have to check it if, in case it isn't. But um, if it isn't that, and someone wants to use get 15% off and they want to do it then you'll have to obviously get in contact and, let's, and obviously I'll check that out because I think it's that I can't remember off the top of my head but we don't get anything for it so use it if you want or don't use it but as I say it's, worth, it's there might as well get some money off if you plan on or you fancy doing some of that it was generally a really good laugh so um, right so today's episode is going to be the first of a series get to know your coach yeah exactly um we just thought it'd be nice to have a few episodes of just getting to know in a bit more deeper detail basically what our coaches are about. And obviously there's six of us, so there'll be six episodes, one single coach per episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, you today, mate? Me? I hope you're excited. Hashtag the founder. The founder. Uh, yeah, I guess you could... <laughs> you could <laughs> no. Get... No, I guess you well. I don't, many know. I don't know. You you probably started tagging people re- reasonably first. Don't ask the. You sound a bit creepy. Is that creepy? Talking, yeah. 
stalking you over the Facebook. Well, his Instagram, he spoke first, I think. Yeah, well, that's basically what happened, though, right? It is, exactly. Yeah. So, there you go, then. In fact, you're the, you are the creepy one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, right, let's go. So, we've obviously got some questions we're going to go through just to... Uh, Let's find out a bit more about you and what makes you tick. So, first off, what is your name? My name is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no. Paul, Paul C, actually, Paul C. as you know. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a reason why that question is very prominent uh, at the first. Not just because you'd expect people to know your name, because you would, but people probably know you as Paul C. And I really want them to find out your surname if they don't know what your surname is. It is Cocker, so... That's unfortunate. Yes. I've heard her. But no, to be fair, and this this is probably you understand a lot better now we are so close, is my inability to grasp technology when it came to writing my Facebook name. I don't know why I just did C instead of full name, and that's it. It's just been like that forever. I've never changed it. It's got nothing to do with the fact that you've got the word cock in your surname. Okay, I, listen, I survived high school, all of schooling with it. <laughs> Playing football, playing sports. I'm cool with it. It is what it is. It is definitely what it is. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad people know. Um, just on that then, what's the worst thing a kid ever said to you? This is an adult question. What's the worst thing a kid ever said to you at school regarding your surname? What's the worst bit of banter or playground bullying that you experienced? What, with my, down to my name? Yes, down to your name. I don't know. I don't think I ever really. I don't think I ever really affected me. I did get de-locked to a lamppost by my neck once, but that used to happen. I was very, really. I was very small at school. We've been through this. I used yeah. to get like in lockers and bins. Like when I left school at sixteen, I was still five foot two and seven stone. I think. Well, and you really had no real bullying with the name cock in your surname. It's quite feisty. Okay. Fair enough. I'm part of the cool kids, which never translates well into future life. Okay. Fine. Well, you've answered that, you've answered that question, haven't you? Yeah, there I'll you pass, go. That wasn't even part of the question. No, it wasn't. I wanted an adult one, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll let my co-host take over. Okay. Okay, so this will give us more of an idea of how long ago that actually was. So, how old are you? I am the... Brightly 40-year-old of the group. Well, yeah. I was 40 in February this year. I've got another ad hoc question, actually. What's it like to be twice the age of Fran? Oh, quite. What's it like to be able to be Fran's dad? I'm sure if I had a daughter and she was Fran, I'd be very proud. What's it like to possibly be Fran's granddad? Yeah, that's not nice to think about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Well, there might be a little. Yeah, well, there could, yeah, could be. It could, uh, could mathematically work quite easily, can it? Just, just. I'm, I'm still not sure if that's actually true, and I can't be bothered to think about it actually. But still, okay, all right. What do you like? So let's find out a bit more. You personally, mate. What do you like to do in your spare time? Well, as we did sort of said in the last podcast was it last one wonderful my spare time at the moment is mostly taken up with trips to ikea and other diy 
Sky Superstores. B&Q, I've become quite accustomed to walking around the paint section of B&Q. Yeah, but I, I, asked doing what, but I did ask what you like doing. I do. I have actually really enjoyed it. It's been I've enjoyed it a lot more than I ever thought I would. Re, um, sort of doing this house up. It's been quite cathartic, I guess. Mm. If yeah. that's the right word. Um, besides that, okay. So in my other, my little spare time, I get. I do occasionally like to play, which is going to sound worse. Now we've just discussed me being a granddad, I'm not a granddad. Um, PlayStation, quite like playing first player shoot maps, or one specific one actually. I only ever really play one game. Which is um, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, I have heard of the Rainbow Six series. Yes, it's quite enjoyable. Hmm. Um, that aside, I stopped playing football probably three, four years ago. I think um, there is a possibility I am now viable for the Veterans League. Which, uh, which uh, mean now you have been for five years. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I've been actually con- considering going back to doing some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Cool. Actually, which I might actually do because I'm kind of missing sort of the camaraderie of team sort of stuff. If if you were close to me, mate, I would 100% come with you on that. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been in my mind for a while to do something similar, but just can't mm-hmm. bring myself to do it. Yeah, we've got a couple of really good clubs down here, so... I'm going to, as it's now public knowledge on here, I'm going to get myself back into it. There you go. Cool. Accountability. Like there it. you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Besides that, my dog and my girlfriend and obviously my tortoise. Hanging out with them. Thank you. Family. That seems to be my, my new uh, anything to take the rest of the spare time I have. And talking to you guys on WhatsApp. Obviously. Cool. So, um, what are you um, currently doing with your nutrition then? Talk us through your routine and how you structure your nutrition at the moment. Um, I'd say I sort of fell off not fell off the bound, fell off the wagon as it was I kind of went for a period where I kind of I tra- um, was being coached by the handsome Mike Harrison for a long for a fair while and got down to quite a or probably the lowest body weight I've, I've been um, then sort of I don't know lost not lost love of this sort of being so strict and I kind of just sort of I think it was over Christmas last year just Put a little bit of timber back on. I think I got up to 93. And then sort of about two, three months ago, I decided it was time to sort of tighten up again. I think I got, I'm got. i now down to, from 93 down to 82, 83. Wow. Um, I didn't really, I obviously tracked, but I wasn't, I'm not going to use the word to eating mindfully. I think with with my job as well, it's quite easy for me to sort of have a small breakfast, but then not always be so busy that I don't 
I'm not worrying about eating through the day and then sort of eat my main meal in the evening because I'm also obviously busy doing various things with the house. Not the chances of overeating are quite slim. No pun intended. So at the moment, I'm, I'm not really tracking at the moment. I'm not, I'm not eating. I'm maintaining my weight's maintaining itself. So I'm kind of eating within my, obviously my maintenance. I'm quite happy with where I'm, how I'm going at the moment. How do, you kind, how, do you, how do you kind of structure it though? So kind of what, what thought process do you have? Or are you very much in the minute where I'll just kind of do whatever I fancy at that time? Or do you, do you have yeah. any sort of routine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my routine will be uh, through the week. If I've, if I've sort of prepped anything to take, I'll obviously take that as a packed lunch or we're, quite, we're okay in our sort of my workplace. I, if I'm going to buy lunch, I might just go and grab a sort of like a chicken salad that they have there or tuna salad obviously um and then sort of my evening meals obviously if i'm meeting with uh becky my partner we'll we tend to sort of eat the same sort of meals through the week and if becky's at work sometimes i'm, I'm pretty good with like sort of my hunger i'm not i'm not one that's gonna sort of pick out with um sort of meals whereas I can, I'm, I don't get that hungry, really. Mm. I'm blessed in, in heaven. I'm sort of never getting, like, starving or around food. So at the moment, I'm kind of just, if I, like, using, obviously, uh, screws that we try and pass on to people, if I know, like, because uh, at the weekend, sort of the time when me and Becky will sort of have our sort of a lot of time together due to our jobs, I tend to save up through the, either the bits through the week, sort of, not have anything too calorific through the week. I can eat quite plainly and then sort of have that sort of nice weekend meal where we get to eat together. Have something a bit more extravagant. That's about it really. I mean I'm not at the moment nothing too too taxing and not I'll be looking to sort of actually obviously something we will talk about in a another episode. I'll be looking to sort of have a lot more data points and get more strict on what I'm sort of putting in or sort of eating and how the sort of how my sort of calorie balance is affecting my new goals okay what how's your training been training hasn't been i dropped my gym gym because well dude i know obviously there's always time of day but just through work housework and stuff like that and i was paying an exorbitant amount at a gym uh, a local gym, a local leisure facility, as it were. So I'll be. I'm looking at, uh, at rejoining. Actually, I'll be in this week. I might go back to the gym I was at before the previous gym I joined with my couple's membership, which is quite a nice, not high end, but lower in the budget gym, as opposed to paying eighty five pound a month. So yeah, so we're back to a structured training regime very soon. I was going to say, when you when you get back to training, then are you going to have, uh, or what is kind of going to be your specific approach to it? Like, how are you going to do it? You're going to get a coach. You're going to not have a coach. You're um, going to create your own training plan. You're just going to go I've and also, wing it. I've got some good, some very good training plans from uh, from before that I will, I think I'm going to sort of use. For the first sort of 
for a period for, for the sort of first few months and then sort of have a look at changing things around and sort of getting a bit more specific I think maybe I've already one of you guys best speak to our um, strongest coach about that mate yeah yeah exactly when it comes to lifting weight because obviously going to talk to Fran we'll get you into being a powerlifter within six weeks yeah get you competing yeah that could be the answer <laughs> to his next question yeah, so next question. What are your future goals as a, I suppose, quote-unquote athlete? <laughs> athlete. <Or> just, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, fitness, yeah, like a, fitness goals. Fitness goals, I think, it's just, again, like we sort of touched on it, I think getting back into something a bit more competitive, so whether that is looking at this sort of BJJ route or just, I think, and also competing with sort of previous physique my previous physiques and sort of adding to it again i think it's going to be a time where i'm going to look to try and add a fair bit more lean mass which should be quite nice but i think that was the, that was the worst thing that i've said about dropping dropping sort of coming from being quite heavy to dropping down you kind of always i always envisage myself as being uh not chunky i'm trying to think of a good word for it but sort of a solid physique under a little bit of blubber, as it were. But actually, I wasn't, didn't have that much muscle mass there. That's quite upsetting. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be adding to that, hopefully. Or definitely. Or definitely. Okay. So, so <clears throat> any timescales or any kind of... Any, I don't know, like, are you setting kind of like a... a a timed end goal on it or is it just a case of uh, you just need to get stuff done first or yeah I just think just uh, just get into it I'm sure that you guys will come up with some type of time to be able to do something like another photo shoot now there's the six six of us yeah I'd like to get everybody involved yeah I'd like to do another one at some point um, obviously this isn't about me this episode but I think some of us are investing in a bit more of a massive phase for a little while but I think at some point that'd be really cool if we can align it so that we all can I do something similar again yeah, I think so. I think it should be something we could look at, like a yearly thing, isn't it? Because that, again, apart from the accountability of it, it's the progress. Mm. Progress pictures. It takes waiting to get me to cut. Sorry, guys. Well, <laughs> let's, I'm committed. let's see what you we can, can just do. do deadlifts in the background. <laughs> Forever staying heavier. No, plus Brett's a tan, so yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, all right, well, see, it's a bit, it's a lot about you as a kind of like your own hobbies and stuff, but like, let's find out a bit how you got in the fitness industry then. So, what got you into the fitness industry, or was it like one moment that made you change, or um, and when I want to say change, like change direction to kind of start towards kind of building a career in the fitness industry? Um, I think it was obviously when I, I dropped a lot of weight and I kind of this was pr- pr- probably at my when I was at my heavy heaviest when the infamous picture that's now on the sort of no nonsense nutrition page sprouted up on my Facebook and I was like Jesus that's a better take account of what's going on here looking like a out of work WWF wrestler um yeah so I, I kind of went through obviously 
blindly finding my way through a weight loss sort of time. And then I think well, I've just kind of wanted to help it help sort of, which led me into wanting to learn how to help people, especially sort of guys my sort of coming up to my age where everything's all hope is lost. Um, and it's not. So I started trying to educate myself, and then I enrolled in a course which I did get some half decent knowledge from. Um, then moved it on to another course, which is which was very good. And obviously, then sort of through those through sort of both those courses, you kind of meet people on social media and stuff like that, and on the courses become. So obviously talking more regularly, and that's sort of led us led me to you guys, and and we had that crazy idea to sort of form together and try and have something that cut through a lot of the bullshit that's out there. Some would say the nonsense. The nonsense, yeah. Some would say we set the precedent for no nonsense in nutrition. Mm. So yeah, and I just I kind of. I really enjoyed learning again because I obviously back in the the nineties when I was at school. I haven't really done I haven't done any, a lot of learning since then. Nineties. Yeah, I left. Well, I left in nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four, Fran. Sorry. I thought, well, I, sorry, I thought you were going to say eighties, mate. 90s. Well, I started school in the eighties. High school ninety to ninety four. So yeah, so I, it was it was enjoyable to have another ch- sort of new challenge to sort of get my head around a learning, but sort of um, very technology based learning as well, as opposed to sitting in a classroom and things like that. So it's it's been good. It's been a very very enjoyable process to date. So through, I suppose, working with um, clients uh, over I suppose, the last couple of years, what's the biggest mistake that you see people making when they first come to you? Where is it? I'm not sure. I wouldn't say a mistake, but confusion. Confu- everybody is confusion and lack of education around sort of the basics, basically, of your diet. And we'd be rich people if... If you got a pound for every time someone was was confused about calories and macros and is the, and the good and bad foods, I guess as well. Um, as we know, the, the simplicity of everything is the is manipulating your energy balance. The hard bit is teaching people how to get that uh, into their lives and adhere to it. Mm. So yeah, so really, it's. Confusion, I think, with for, for people because obviously it's not a a thing that's taught in schools, which is a shame and should be something that should be looked at, especially given the current state of sort of obesity and especially childhood obesity. Um, so yeah, it's a lack of sort of understanding leads to more sort of the the more confusion, more mistakes, I guess. Yeah, it's amazing still that amount of people you speak to that still don't realise the the principle of weight loss being literally energy in, as in calories versus calories out. 
this is crazy mm. people still think it's something more magical or special to certain diets or you know the reason why other diets work isn't because they put in a calorie deficit it's crazy isn't it mm. yeah it is uh, i think sometimes there's a that issue is that people just don't want to believe that it is that easy that it's all not that easy but it is that sim- simplistic they want something to be like no that's i guess whether it's to not shift blame i guess but it is i i, I want something to like when i was at my heavy so i was like oh i'm so heavy because i ate too much bread and the gluten i i i i don't know if i i think it's people like want necessarily i think a lot of time people just expect like it's just kind of an expectation that it's it's harder than that you know, it's that it's not that simplistic. It's like, oh, it's a bit like when people say about you know you're a nutrition coach. What do you do? And kind of like people, ex- I think people just expect more sometimes <laughs> than than kind of what even coaching is sometimes because I think they just hold on. It's about calories. You mean I just need to eat less calories? Fundamentally, yeah, pretty much. And I think people just sometimes expect it to be different. Like, hang on a minute. Surely there's got to be something else. Like, surely as a nutrition coach, you've got to give me some sort of weird, fantastic diet plan that's gonna you know, make me turn into a fat burning machine. It's kind of like, well, yeah. that's not really how it works. And yeah, I don't, I'd say, it's not. no, no, as you say, I don't think it's necessarily like a, a, even a want. I think even sometimes it's just, you know, people, it's what they've always believed. They've always expected that it's something else. I don't know. It's the only way I can describe it. It is weird. It's weird. It's like that sort of, but then if you explained it, if you said to someone, okay, right, you say that's what happens with your body, but if, okay, what happens if you put, filled your car up weighed your car before you filled it up with petrol and then weighed it after you've driven it 500 mile or when you'd emptied the tank the same thing you it weighs different but with the amount of fuel in it mm. that's that that's but if you kept filling your car up it would f- flood the tank and if you were sort of sealed in it's the same thing with what people don't see but if you said that people would be like oh yeah that makes sense but if you try and account that across that your calories are the thing that are going to either put weight on you if you're not burning that as an energy burning people don't really want to don't they're looking for something else no no it's got to be this it's got to be that i'm eating bad calories or and whatever hmm. sorry i was still cutting from a friend you were saying something i was just going to say i also don't think people are often I mean, the industry is so full of other people maybe um, not educating correctly or not maintaining their integrity and selling a magic pill or a magic weight loss diet or some other magic that's going to help people lose weight super quickly. It's no surprise that people are confused because they see other people doing a, I don't know, a shake diet and see that they're getting results. And they just put one or two and two together and assume that it must be the shape that's getting them the results rather than kind of the fundamental um, science behind it is, like you say, calorie balance. Yeah. No, I, I get that at work a lot. I sort of, um, especially at the moment, obviously with the sort of shake stuff as well. People say at lunchtime, just, right, I'm losing weight because I'm having my shake at lunch. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they'll be like, why don't you do that? I'm like, because I prefer not to drink a shake. I know that if I can 
even trying to explain, right, your shake is, say, 300 calories. I can have 300 calories worth of food I eat. It's the same thing. People just don't want to believe that. It's like, yeah, but this, this shake, no. Okay. So I sort of stop, especially at work. I don't put a lot of talk about anything. Before. Obviously, always look at you. Is this good? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, it, uh, it's just vanished. No, I'm not, just turn my video off because it was just a slight audio lag there. So I just thought if it fix it. But on that then, obviously, what's kind of like the one thing that you would like to rid the industry of completely? Kind of one specific thing. If you could. And it can be anything, but something specific. Um, I, I was going to think, is non-transparency a word? Uh, it is a word, and I guess you mean people just telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. So, Every is good, good days, bad days. Um, people don't look 10, I mean, there probably are a few people that manage to look Photoshop condition, um, photo shoot condition, or Photoshop condition, um, all year round. But yeah, I just think that transparency, how much it would help people to show that you are, everybody is human, everybody does fuck up, everybody does have days when they struggle. You are going to, especially if you're trying to lose weight, there are days when you're going to feel hungry. It's just those things, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that and, I guess France will touch on it, the upselling of snake oil and magic. There is enough of a problem, especially around obesity and just the lack of sort of understanding and education that there's enough work for coaches to do it without having to resort to selling bullshit I guess mm. so if that could kindly make its way out that would be cool yeah that's the interesting point that there was obviously the show on ITV during the week I can't remember what it's called um, but obviously our friend James Smith was on it and they appoint someone although the, the narrator or the yeah the narrator I think it was made uh, leading into the show was that there are now more diet uh, pills shakes um, like diets in general uh, there's more gyms there's more support there's more online stuff than ever 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 there's been obviously with the advanced technology and stuff but still you know there's access to more things than anyone's ever had yet we are as a nation had the largest and, and the most obesity rates that we've ever had too yeah yeah it is I mean, there's always that crazy thing is that oh it's, it costs too much money to be healthy or go gym it's not you've got so many sort of gyms cutting each other's throat to kind of get business now it's like 13 quid for a month at some gyms that are open 24 hours a day and the again that same old thing with eating eating uh well costs more it doesn't it's just one of those things yeah. I, I just i just thought that was, that was like a a strange concept in that the diet industry and the fitness industry is the, the biggest it's ever been you know it's mm. only ever getting bigger and people are still saying it's it'll only still completely and utterly evolve more and more yet 
you know, like I say, it's not like it feels like it's having that bigger impact. So, so it just brings it back to the point you made around why do people feel they need to sell uh, or, or or have some type of USP that you know whether it's misleading or not, i.e., like snake oil salesmen, etc. Why do they mm. need that when arguably there's more uh, business if we if you kind of turn or coin that term for it there's more business out there than they've ever had yeah yeah strange isn't it it is sadly gimmicks sell though don't they yeah. indeed so I suppose um, moving on um, where do you see NNN triple N no nonsense nutrition in five years time then uh, retired in the Bahamas no jokes um i just hope i would love us to reach as many people as or reach and help as many people as we can i'd love us to be able to sort of branch out maybe look into helping in sort of the education side and around sort of reaching the younger people school age i think that would be a really beneficial and helpful thing that we could do just to sort of help educate school systems to to help them pass on sort of learning to that people will be able to take on into the real world especially when they're growing up and heading off to look out for themselves at uni and stuff like that um yeah i'd just really like us to still be together in five years sure we will sure we will um just yeah, just be happy helping people. Have a nice full book of clients each, and just have some, maybe even some a nice education process for people. I think it's a cool dream, mate. Yeah, attainable too. Yeah, definitely. I think like there's definitely, and that does come back to the point we just the discussion on the last question around what you'd read the industry of and the reasons of, you know, there's so much out there for people. I definitely think there's enough there for people to need some form of kind of more education stuff. I think like you say, it's obtainable because I think actually you could definitely say, despite there being some other, you know, there's education courses out there for PTs, for nutritionists, etc. Um, it's not so much, even though there are some out there for just kind of general people learn how to live. Um, mm. I suppose arguably we've got a little bit of luck in our semi-private or our group coaching um, which is obviously a similar, it's an ongoing education thing. So, how do you, if you could expand that into something else, I think you could, you could reach so many different people and help so many more than we currently do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's just it, isn't it? I mean, it's never going to be a case that we're going to educate people out of and cost ourselves as a business. Because there's always going to be people that need help and need. Um, just a sort of a guiding hand on their back as to where they're going because everybody at certain, certain times especially with your, when your goals change needs a good a coach we need coaches as as well as the as much as the next person hmm. so if you were to hire one of us as a coach who would be your favourite who would you pick no actually no you don't have to be about their ability I just want to know who your favourite coach is say me he's my favourite say me <laughs> I don't have a favourite coach. It's Johnny. It's Johnny. <laughs> 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 
Oh, Johnny's everyone's favourite. You can't pick Johnny. It's not fair. Say Brett. Say Brett. I love you all. <laughs> uh, I right. actually do. I actually no, do. I, no, I know that. And, you know, we are a big family. But I still want to know, like, if you had to kill four of us, who would be the fifth one you'd leave? That's harsh, because two of you are dads. <sighs> Just pretend we don't have children. I'm so what, I'm saving one person. Yeah. Frank, because she might overpower me. Okay. I'm also the youngest, so I've got the most years ahead of me. All right. <laughs> Fran's back on the list. All right. <laughs> no, 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 keep me alive. Okay, next right. one. All right. <laughs> um, so if you had to live on one food forever, what would it be? And it can't be crisps. Hmm. That's only because I knew you'd pick crisps, so you can't have crisps. Something more interesting. <sighs> okay. Well, it's pointless saying tuna. Um, one what? One single ingredient food? Uh, or one meal? No, no one. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be a single ingredient food, but I wouldn't say a meal is a food unless you said something like chili, which was yeah, you know, or pizza, because obviously that can be a meal, but it's one thing. I, I don't want like a meal of mixed things. Just want one food, mate. Come on, it's not that difficult. And I don't want necessarily the fundamental reasons being because oh, it's got high protein and low whatever. I just want to pick a food you'd want to live on. Like, you're on a potatoes. desert island. Potatoes, right? Done. I like potatoes. Good. <laughs> I can find space. Especially if I can, if, if I can mash them. That'd be awesome. Mashed potato. So you'd pick mashed potato. What? Potatoes like my least favourite carbohydrate source. Is it? Yeah. What? I'm not you, a fan, really. Have you ever had air fried wedges, though? Yeah, I've got an air fryer. Have you ever just... had Brett's triple cooked chips? Yeah. Chips, no. You need to try those. They Amazing. look burnt. What? How fucking dare you? It's just the filters, mate. They make it. It's the cl- Clarendon of a high structure that just makes it look darker around the edges than it really is. Unbelievable, Jeff. Okay, mashed potatoes, all right. <clears throat> you know, it's the worst. Definitely, it could be worse. So, could have said tuna in water or something. Yeah, all right. What's um? So, what's the? Let's end this podcast on really, really cool. What's the craziest thing you've ever done that's safe for this podcast? Um, like crazy is dangerous. How do you want to frame it? Um, craziest, dangerous wise, I would say I got swept out to sea when I was in Morocco surfing most of years ago when I worked in Portugal and we took, we did a surf camp down in Morocco and I got swept down at the coast for about an hour and a half. Mm. And I very much made my peace with myself that I was going to die. Um, wow. that was crazy. Yeah. I should have. I knew better to than to stay in the water. I was very tired at the time. We've been surfing all day. How, how far did you get swept out? Was it literally just down the coast? It was. It wasn't actually super far out. It was just down the coast, but the coast wasn't. It wasn't like it was beaches. There's a lot of rocky sort of cliff face and right. reefs and getting jabbed by sea anemones and urchins and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And they're probably the craziest 
impulsive thing I've done about getting in trouble with my with Becky was I flew to Canada for a first date. Wow. Yeah, that's some going, mate. That was. Didn't work out. Yeah, no shit. I wouldn't date anyone that flew that far to... Made for an awkward two weeks. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Yeah, I know someone that went to Vegas to meet someone they've never met before. Uh, apparently spent a few hours the evening they got there with them and realised this is going to be shit and then they were supposed to be staying at their house for five days so they decided to go check into a hotel for five days instead <laughs> and yeah never saw them come home again oh well, yeah. I've got, still got five days in Vegas though best place in the world so haven't been mate oh, it's the best place in the entire world so good you tattooed it on your arm correct correct I had this uh, conversation with Lou bang actually uh, a week or so ago because she said where's the best place in the, or where, where should people go where's the best place you've been travelling I said 100% without a doubt Las Vegas the best place in the world and I said the same day I said so good I dedicated an entire arm to it it's a commitment man yeah yeah it's amazing So it's just like it's a dad's but not dad's sorry an adult's playground definitely not a dad's playground an adult's playground it's just got everything you ever need want you know you can do anything. Everything's open 24 hours. Nothing ever shuts. And it's got the grandest, craziest food. And, you know, it's got everything I like. So. So then, that's the first uh, NNN retreat. Then. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say a retreat. Yes. But we should probably... do it. We should do it when Mr. Olympia happens. The next time. Then, yeah, well, not it's now. Not next time. I was going to say, it's a bit late, mate. It happened yesterday, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. did who won anyway I don't even know who won not Phil Heath he looked he... bullshit he didn't I know Sean I... Um... oh man yeah so really bad though I know yeah. uh, I know Flex won the 212s yeah um, it's was, it was a big thing isn't it because obviously they've gone with the guy that won it is really aesthetically Better, better looking, and I'd say then. Obviously, there's always that issue around the moment with um, abs and stomach looking distended gut, isn't it? Yeah. Sean Roden. That's him. That's the guy, isn't it? Oh. Well, everyone was saying obviously Phil for the seven thousandth time. Yeah. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, thing is like eventually it gets to a point where like anything where you can't win it forever for so many times because people do get a bit bored so you know a little controversy does come in and maybe people might start suggesting it's rigged you know people oh let's bring in someone new but not that I would ever say that no no that'd be like last night it was awesome because it was boxing last night wasn't it Canelo one yeah if any of you follow boxing uh, as you know as you well know I'm more of an MMA fan than boxing but I'm excited for that like I'm counting, it's like Christmas. I'm counting the days till October the sixth. Connor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov. Look at that full enunciation. That's it. I'm really nervous about it. Yeah. Can you say his name? Who? Connor McGregor. Not Connor. No, his opponent. Don't cheat. Khabib Nurmagomedov. No. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Khabib Nurmagomedov. 
Why can't I say that? That's pretty. Because it's a really hard name to say. I've only ever said it in my head. Yeah, well, there you go. Right That's why I was impressed myself being able to do it first time. Khabib Nurmagomedov. I still, I do struggle with Jordana Jacek. Yeah. That's a difficult name to say. Yeah. I can see Franz thinking, what the fuck are you two talking about? Yeah. <laughs> These are mixed martial artists within the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yes. You must yeah. know who Conor McGregor is. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Conor Mcregor. Of course she has. She's heard of him. Reed. Yeah. Reed. I've just offended, ter- I've just offended all, all the Irish peoples. Could have, oh, could have been worse. Could have went potatoes. Yeah. Fucking hell, I can't believe I just did that. That's horrendous. Oh, Very racist, I know. Sorry, it's only a joke, it's only banter. Jesus Christ, I'm not really racist. I actually really like Irish people. I really <laughs> like Conor I really like Conor McGregor. Like, seriously. Although I used to be a massive fanboy and I will say last year or so I've kind of distanced a little bit. Just because obviously he's got a bit crazy, hasn't he? He's gone a bit too much, but it's all funny. I do remember I what? I said I haven't. No, I, I, I haven't. I'm still buzzing for the fight because it's going to be such a good stylistic matchup as well. But um, I was just going to say, I do remember prior to, I think it's the first Diaz fight. I don't think it was the second, the first Diaz fight. I watched a program on BT Sport where he sat down and read out mean tweets about himself. And that yeah, was hilarious. That was one of the funniest things I've ever watched because obviously he absolutely buzzed off it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. if anyone hasn't seen it go google Conor McGregor mean tweets um, and just watch it it's so funny it's so so funny they're all funny they do quite a few um, celebrities or uh, sports people don't they about mean tweets yeah they they're, do. they're all pretty funny so anyway right cool well that was great getting to know you Paul Paul Cocker alright oh, I'm just saying just great getting to know you thanks man good it's so, a pleasure Talking um, to you two. I think. Have we got anything else we want to speak to the listeners about? No, I don't think so. Okay, all right, good. Well, Fran has. I don't think so. No, I was going to say. Well, uh, good luck, Francesca. Thank you. This well, time, this out, I would have just competed, wouldn't I? Yeah, this time next week. So we'll uh, obviously the following week. We'll uh, find out all about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Find out all about how you got on, how you're now the world champion. This is providing I make weight, of course. Oh, yeah, you'd be... got that hurdle to cross that. Just don't eat for five days, you'll be fine. Oh, great. Oh, great. You might not lift a lot, but who cares, eh? I'm also not blessed with this no appetite that Paul seems to have. I seem to... Yeah, what the fuck is that about? Appetite for all of us. Yeah. I don't get that, but there we go. All right, cool. Right, love to see you both. Um, just just before you uh, before we do go, um, listeners can't see this, but how you two are both positioned on your camera? It's like your heads have merged. So I've got half of you and half of Fran. It's like you've got one head. It's really funny. Take a photo. I should take a photo, shouldn't I? No, now you've kind of like moved. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. Anyway, that's a really shit way to end a podcast on. So, uh, <laughs> right. I'm going to push the button. Night, night. And Godspeed. All right, all right. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.